today I will continue talking uh, what I have started. But before opening a few verses from the Bible, I remembered such kind of experience. I was driving in the car and I was listening to Christian radio. And I don't remember what kind of occasion it was. But the the lady uh, was asking ask people to write down what are they grateful for. And it was all kinds of notes saying, I'm grateful for job, for family, for children, parents, for health. And it was all kinds of wonderful things that we're, we are grateful for. As uh, the Bible says, all of that comes from God all kinds of good things, the well-being, and it's everything's, it's okay with that. It's really good to have a grateful heart that you have food to eat, you're healthy. And I was listening and I started to feel this um, feeling inside of me, thinking as if I was waiting to hear something more, something else, something mm, different. And another song was played, another, and then more, the list goes on. I was uh, waiting, 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 and see if I hear what I, what I wanted to hear. But I didn't hear it, and I had felt some kind of disappointed in my heart. I know no one, not, not a single person, and I know you would have written it if you had a chance, but so n not a single person. They didn't find for just the, the presence of, of the Lord, the presence of the Holy Spirit, that He simply is with us and Remember, remember those who have families, uh, your spouse, and when you first met, when you met, what you were grateful for the most, for for the other person. You saw each other, you felt some kind of butterflies, <laughs> but you were grateful that in the beginning you were just grateful that the person is is with you it's that he or she came that they called you they texted you um, they they simply arrived they agreed to come to meet you to come on a date and invited uh, her on a date and she she came she uh she's here and that's what were that's what was giving you that joy um and gratefulness and you were appreciating and valuable the presence of the other person and all the other things you, you still haven't seen it was hidden from you like for example things you don't like about the person you didn't know, you didn't really pay attention to that. And 
So what happens in life, uh, people usually they forget to appreciate and value what's the most important and they move their side from the most important to the less important and they start to concentrate on the less important. You have to choose and you can't choose both. Both ways you will still have to put one thing or the other above uh, as in the first, first place. And you yourself experience the first that day when you met Jesus, when you experienced his presence, that he came to your heart. But uh, it's deeper, it's deeper than all these new age religions because they have a lot of sen sensual and feelings ex experiences. But this is so much deeper when you first meet the, the living God and and you feel that all your, your being is filled with with life with joy and peace and that big burden suddenly falls off falls off from your shoulders you you first first time in life you feel alive you feel that you're alive that you're really living everything looks so vibrant and and alive it's not I'm saying not saying that you would become upset and um, um, nostalgic to look looking in the past and thinking oh it's never coming back these feelings the Bible says to one of the churches it's saying to one of the churches I know your deeds I know you have done a, a lot of great work a service but I have one thing against and it's that you forgot your first love. You were waiting for me, says the Lord. You were waiting and desiring my presence. And you were just simply enjoying and resting in it. Not waiting for what I will give you, for the miracles, for blessings, but simply my presence, admiring, adoring me. And what do we appreciate and value? Is it the one, the one who gives us life? Is he our mm, moving force? Is he the, the fuel of our lives? What makes us live? And, and so if we truly stop in, in, um, in the presence uh, to just see and truly answer if we really still desire God or are we hiding behind uh, our activities ministries festivals celebrations even at church it's important for us to reevaluate what do you worship today what's the most important thing what do you what do you live for in life what is your like the force in life that's making you go and move forward. And we're going to read from the Gospel of Luke, 10 chapter. So the story behind it said that was due to two sisters, Martha and Mary, and that Jesus knew them uh, personally. He was he, their friend, 
the friend of the family and he came to their house. It's from verse um, 40, 40 to 42. Um, Martha was distracted with much serving and she came up to him. So Martha was serving the Lord Jesus. She was really uh, stressful, preparing all the preparation work. Who um, you have know what it's like when you're like preparing for some guests and for some festival celebration, and you have to do all the work. So Martha was running around, um, and Mary was simply sitting by the feet of Jesus and listening to him. Of course, Martha probably felt that it's unfair. It's why why she's the one who has to do it. Maybe she expected Jesus to tell Mary to help her to see how hardly she's working and she definitely needs help. So basically the Lord said to her, yes, but the Lord replied to her by saying, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. There is need of only one. There is only there is need of only one thing. We have all kinds of needs in our lives. Uh, we have to do, we have to do the shopping, we have to call um, parents, we have to visit them, we have to take care of the chores at home. So Jesus is saying um, to Martha that you worry about many things and you even included me into the, into the list of your worries. You think of so many things to worry about. It's a huge list. And Jesus says, Martha, if you were truly, truly understood, you would uh, have freedom if you truly understood what's the most important thing. And Mary understood. She, she, she grasped the most important thing. And she has that peace and freedom in her heart. And so the presence of Jesus is that one thing, one truly needed thing in life that we have to, to, to choose. So look, it doesn't really say in these passages, in these verses, that Mary was lazy, Mary never did any work, that she was simply sitting and doing nothing. It doesn't really say that anywhere in the Bible. Hmm, but um, never God really uh, encouraged laziness. Uh, he never encouraged people to do nothing and, and sit at home. And Mary truly, uh, uh, she was doing work, deeds for Christ. She was serving. She was uh, serving people. And Mary truly loved people it's a moment of of being connected in the heart with jesus and knowing his heart knowing what he desires what he wants it is the statement that you are you're um saying that without this person without jesus i don't want to to continue to move forward and live a life without jesus without his presence. And when you have this mindset that even God 
wouldn't give you anything else in life if uh, he wouldn't answer more of your prayers or give what your heart desires. You still choose to be faithful to God and remain uh, with Him, remain having faith and trust in Him and saying that you are enough, God, your presence is enough. And and that choice is in our hearts. That choice is ours to make and Mary has understood and she chose the right, the one right thing. Mary, Jesus says, Mary chose and she, she, she chose me in the right moment, in the right place. Such a person, despite of circumstances being high or low, uh, the, the heart is searching for God's presence. The first thing you seek um, when Jesus was crucified and laid, laid a grave, and first thing in the morning, who ran? Who ran to his grave? Who ran to his grave and needed? He needed him, asking, "Where is he? Where did you lay his body?" It was the woman who ran, um, not any one of his disciples. She was running to him and to and searching him and asking, "Where is my Jesus? Where did you put him?" And Jesus is the only one. He is the the Spirit giving life, and there is no life uh, besides without Him. And you know, despite of your circumstances in life, um, you are alive because Jesus is in you, and He's He's life Himself, and He gives you life. We see Paul writing psalms from jail, and he had a really privileged life before. He had a lot to boast about. He says, I had all the opportunities, and people could really put me in a high, respectful place, authority, but I, I, I just simply, I put that compared it has no meaning, no value to me compared to to knowing Jesus, to following and following Jesus and being His servant. And we read in the Bible that it says, "Admire the Lord, truly praise Him, admire Him, and He will give what your heart desires." And many people concentrate on the second part of this sentence, and they say. What do I have to do in order to get all these blessings uh, in life? Hmm. It says you have to admire, adore the Lord. And but you know the 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 what happens? The paradox is when people truly adore the Lord, they begin to notice that they don't need anything else. When you're in connection with Him, when you're in adoration, all anxiety, all anxieties, fears, all kinds of brokenness in your heart, it just 
goes away from you. It leaves you because your heart is in the right place. It's in the place of adoration of the Lord. If you, when I, when I think of the Christianity of, when I think of, when I think of Christianity of today, it makes me sad because it seems like a lot of it spins around pleasing uh, our desires of the body and getting what whatever we want. If it's like people practice faith and think that they will speak and talk, um, speak things into their life that they want to get and have. But that's not where we have to start. It's not, uh, it's not the, the right starting point. It's not the right concentration. It's not where we put our look. When you truly put God first, when you adore Him, um, I notice how God, uh, He likes to surprise us. He likes to surprise me. Um, when he gives some kind of desires or dreams you had in childhood and it makes me just be amazed when i see something in my life happening that i have something in life and when god is whispering to me saying do you remember Vilma? you really wanted this and you really are like wow I don't even remember, but yes, that's fantastic, Lord. And those of you who have children will know what it's like. And sometimes I'm thinking how to surprise, how to how to surprise my children, uh, how to make them happy. So you just think about the person. You just think what he or she will will want or desire in life. Maybe they have some little dreams, uh, some kind of the goals in life. And you just try to make a surprise for one another, uh, make a nice, pleasant surprise. So think of how much our Heavenly Father would truly want to surprise and amaze us. And He truly loves us. But He doesn't want our hearts to be truly too much attached to these earthly things to this um, when we people start to use uh, drugs or alcohol it's like it's like a way how people want to escape their pain their anxieties their thoughts and somebody actually suggests try try alcohol and and you become bond you become attached you become you become dependent on it and or the idea when you're a single person maybe you are married but you can't have children and you truly desire truly you truly desire children but you can't you just don't have them and i as a mother i can tell you nothing really changes in your heart when you you have a child born I mean yes your life changes your responsibilities change but um, the state of your heart 
it doesn't change. I mean, your relationship with God doesn't change. And God is not seeing you as a different person. And me and that was when we first came to London. We worked in in a, some farm. You know, this kind of garden house or shed where people put their stuff, their tools. And we were living in similar house in the first place when we came to London. And so when we came, we were living in difficult conditions. I've been in, in difficult circumstances where I had nice house, but in the beginning I, I had to live in quite a bad conditions. But there's a secret. Try to guess where was I happier. But you know, truly, I was happy the same way when I was living in good house or when I was living in poor conditions. But you know, I didn't even see these bad conditions. That it's such a, as many people would consider poverty, but I was truly happy. I was telling people, oh, I'm, I live in London, I live in center. It was very funny conditions, but I didn't even see it. I didn't see. I felt like I'm rich, I have money, and I was even supporting my family in, in Lithuania, my friends. Um, but I didn't see it, and my heart was, but, well, it was the same. It feels like I even saw brighter, because the secret is His presence. It's living with the Lord. It's. I was waiting for the morning because because I knew that I will meet Jesus. I will I can spend time with him. And you know in that small chamber small room without windows. That's that's where I first got the baptism of the Holy Spirit started speaking in tongues and whoever lived in that room after us they probably all met met god met jesus because the room was so filled with god's presence um so you see truly when i was in in a good good home i didn't feel any happier that my heart changed even though i thought well, that's what I need. I need to live in a good, normal house because that's why I'm in England. But, you know, having a good house, having family, having a husband or wife or children, it will not give you that life, that live, that feeling that you're finally happy, you're finally living. You don't have to really uh, expect and demand from, from your spouse or children that they will give you true happiness and true life we have one source and one one source where we come and we we uh, take true living living water living life we take life from there if you come to Jesus he he will fill you with life 
and he will ha give you a different different vision different uh, mindset and you will see things differently you think that the church it should be all full of light and joy and um, and life but the Paul if he would see us if he would see the world today he would say it's a trouble it's it's burdens that you put on yourselves so when Christians sit down and they listen to preachers and we what we need to hear is how we live everyday life with Jesus how is our personal relationship how did you spend your morning with him but not what the preacher said not what he what the preacher uh, so it has to be about your personal connection with God personal relationship I do not want to hear about God so much as much as I want to truly meet him truly touch and get like experience his presence and it's like uh, it's it's addictive almost when you spend time with God you feel like you need more more and more of him more and more of his presence and was when you spend time with him you will get answers you will know the direction you have to walk you will know what kind of decisions you have to uh, take make in life and person who truly lives with God and values his presence you would start to appreciate small things in life the beautiful something you saw in nature some beautiful sunset uh, if somebody does a small deeds small nice act of kindness it truly fills your heart with uh, the, with kindness with gratefulness and you feel happy by the small things that God is showing you every day and but it's so easy to get back into that mumbling where we uh, see only negativity in life the sky is gray coronavirus still here but only see negativity around you but it's not 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 the right attitude not the right mindset and it is the Christ that is close, the Christ that is near us, and He is always close. But the question is, are you close to Him? Are you, are you with Him, or are you already far away from Him? You walked away. In every situation, every area of your life, forgive and come back to the source of life. Um, remember where you fell off from what you've forgotten in life come back to the source come back to that first love in that moment that presence with God you your heart and God's heart connect and what your heart truly needs is his presence his 
his presence in your life. That would truly satisfying, gives that satisfaction and true happiness. And God, I really thank you that you are with us. I thank that you are merciful to us. And please forgive us if we um, have lost our way, if we started to concentrate on the things that are less important than you, we put them in the first place. I don't know how Martha felt when Jesus um, told her um, told her that she could harden her heart, but she could also stop and think and re rethink her life, her choices, her priorities, um, saying that I truly need to spend just spend time with Jesus, spend time in, in your presence, Jesus. And I know without you, I cannot do all these deeds, all these works. You truly see our hearts, what we go through, what we experience every day. If you notice yourself that you uh, admire already other things more than God, just acknowledge Acknowledge it, be honest, uh, be true, opening your heart. Say that you have been misled, mistaken. Just come to Jesus and say that you miss him, you miss his presence. I miss you personally walking through life. I understood that it doesn't matter how many miracles I saw, how many answers to the prayers I experience, but I still can't put those things first, can't put them higher than you, Jesus. I choose you, Jesus, and you're enough. Truly, the person you are enough, you're enough to people. And as we read these stories in the New Testament, when People were persecuted, they were in jail, in prisons, and they still chose to worship, chose to worship you, even though they had all the um, signs, all the circumstances to give them. Yeah, they could easily become angry, disappointed, uh, grumpy, but they chose to look into you, Lord, and worship and praise you.